Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, we discuss the really nice movie theater that I go to to watch all my Marvel movies. Then we discuss the movies that traumatized us as kids. And then finally, Chris had to get rid of some stuff because now he's getting a storage unit, but he's already hoarding an office and he just had to get rid of some stuff. So he takes us on that journey. And now it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. excited not so that you you know can have a better balanced diet and eat what you i'm just excited for content i know i know you you um i say something like that awful something awful that happened to me and scott would be like oh i'm so sorry to hear that but deep down i know he's just so excited because no, it's just because great you know content what scott is scott is the equivalent of the cameraman on mari like he's just waiting <laughs> and he's just gonna chase us backstage he's like what happened oh you're in an ambulance which one you just see him trucking behind I swear most of the bad stuff that happens to me these days is orchestrated by Scott. I, not, I would like to think so. Scott, did you orchestrate the <laughs> sunrail issue that happened this evening? I, I'll tell you what, I did do some research about something we were talking about a while ago, speaking about train delays and that guy who did tragically lose his legs. Video surfaced of that accident. No, and, I, and, 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 what? and and if you zoom in, you can see a, a, a bald white guy pushing that guy. On the <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I hate you so much. Now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. Please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Check out our merchandise and join our Patreon. All of our links are in the show notes. It's that link free thing right there in the episode description. And any money that we make from Patreon subscriptions during the month of October and November will be donated to the Gina McReynolds Foundation. That's teamgina.org. Those guys are going to be with us on Sunday to tell us more about it. My name is Scott and I am the host. And with me, as always, my co-host, I'm an architect for her pain, the queen of the sunrail, Mary. Hey! And our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. You can't handle the truth. Very good. A little few oh, good men in there. Yeah, just, yeah. just a few. Just, a, just few. a few good men. So, Chris, before we get to the topics plan, I have some exciting news for you. Oh, let me hear. This is, you and I have been waiting for this moment for about two weeks, okay? Mm. And it's finally happened. The place we know as hell has frozen over. Mary watched the Spider-Man trailer no, today. No, no way. I, I did. Um, wow. Look, okay, here's the problem. If you okay. would have told me I hear that Dr. Stephen Strange was in the, the movie and or trailer, I would have watched it immediately because we all know that secretly, <sighs> cigarette and change of underwear, y'all. <laughs> I got a thing. I got a thing for Dr. Stephen Strange. I don't know. I, you know, I will do something strange for a little bit of change, you know? <laughs> wow. Actually, actually for free. Actually for free in this case, Dr. Strange, I would. I don't know what it is, but. You're the only person yeah. I've ever uh, heard that has a crush on Dr. Strange. A hundred percent. Yes. You are alone I in that part. Dr. Strange over Thor. Wow. wow. I would I would pick Thor. I would definitely pick Thor. Yeah, I think I would pick Thor as well. Yeah. I would take yeah. this down a road that is not appropriate. So we're going <laughs> to move on and I'll I mean I would tell you why I would pick uh, we'll just let's go. We'll, let's Maybe on break. Off. Maybe on break and that's Maybe something that our break. Patreon yeah, members the can private see. private videos for the Patreon. <laughs> right. <here>. Now Mary, <laughs> are you watching Marvel What If at all the 30 minute um animated series? Um, Okay, so here's the thing, like I'll watch documentaries and things with my kids while I'm up and moving about. And then I turn that on when I go and lay in bed for my like, okay, time to relax and just watch whatever. Here's the problem. I fall asleep in about 15.2 seconds. 
heard. No, okay. I'm not really, I haven't had the opportunity to really digest a lot of it because I just haven't had time. Un but understood. I, I've tried okay. multiple times. So yes and no. Is episode four is a Doctor Strange episode and- I'm on it, I binge it tonight. So, well, you need to you need to watch the first three episodes before you get to episode four to understand kind of the premise of the show. But episode four makes the Spider-Man trailer make some sense. Really? Yes. Oh, I, 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 mean, I haven't watched that one yet. Me. I'm it's, happy about it already. <laughs> well, it's it's one of the best. Uh, no, it is the best episode of that show so far. What's your rankings of the of the uh, of the episode so far? Just real quick. Okay, so the first episode uh, with um, Agent Carter, yes. I'd give out of a 10, I'd give probably about a six. Yeah, I think that's a very fair rating. I'd give it a six as well. The one, uh, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord, I'd probably give another another six. See, I really like that episode a lot. And I I love, I, I was just dying laughing at the Thanos when he would, uh, when oh, he would yeah. explain his plan. Like, that sounds a lot like genocide. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's not really genocide. It's efficient. <laughs> exactly. Then episode three, I'd give an eight. I got spoiled on that one. And I think it would have been a lot better. I'm not going to say anything to spoil Mary, but I knew who was doing what they were, what was happening. Oh, see, I, fig the episode. I figured it out and I still enjoyed it. Okay. I just wish I didn't know because I feel like once I figured it out, it would have been cooler. But Epi that was a very good episode. Episode four. Because like Mary, I love Doctor Strange, not in a sexual way like she does, but a Doctor Strange is one of my favorites. And this episode, because now we're this episode, we're now getting into the whole point of the show. Right. And that, and right. that seems to always happen with these uh, Disney Plus series. It takes four episodes. This episode was a 10. Really? Yes. Wow. It was Amazing. I can't wait for wow. you guys to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch that soon. And I'm really excited for the one tomorrow, too, because it's very like I'm getting in the mood for fall and you got the zombie episode tomorrow. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll be a fun one. So, you know, I, I love the Marvel movies and, um, you know, part of being an adult every once in a while, you get to treat yourself to a movie. Yeah. OK, so over the weekend, we went and saw uh, Shang-Chi. Mm -hmm. You got to understand about us. We don't go to the movie theater unless it's an epic movie. Right. But I got to tell you, the movie theater that we go to, we've been seeing some of the dumbest stuff that like I saw Cruella there, which wasn't a dumb movie, but I've seen movies there that I normally would wait until they come out on streaming or something like that. But this movie theater, Chris, I sent you a picture. Oh, my God. It was first of all, it was so beautiful and so bougie. I thought it was your home theater. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that you left the house. But I'm, I'm zooming into these pictures, Mary. There's like freaking lamps. Like there's like lamps in between the seats. They have serving but, trays. Which one is this? The Horizons West? Is that ha Hamlin. Hamlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is nice. That is fancy. They have full like full menus too. Like they come and they do like a nice fondue. They do a, a tableside guac. I heard. I don't no, know. No, it's not like that. But they do have a full menu. Amazing food. Like it's not just it's not just movie snacks. It's it's amazing, amazing food. Scott sent me a picture of pretzels and it was uh, the pretzels look more beautiful than most of the things I eat for dinner. <laughs> the presentation on the pretzels was even. Amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. I just sent them to you, Chris. I send Chris this picture and he goes, what are you in the effing Taj Mahal of movie theaters? <laughs> Wait, hold on. So this is once again your side text without me. Oh, because it was a Shang Chi text. It was a Shang Chi. It was a, oh, it was all about Shang Chi. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't yeah. watch Marvel. You're right. Well, you don't. It takes you a while. Mary, it took you two weeks, two weeks to watch the Spider Man you trailer. You told me that there was Doctor Stephen Strange. I, in if it. you get it, if you're as excited about Marvel movies to get a text from me, hey, I'm going to see Shang Chi. I would have been excited about that. I watched Black Widow before you did. You watched all of them before me because okay, I just so what the that makes zero sense. You make zero sense. I just I I'm all done. Good night. Stop. <laughs> Here we go. So I, I I'm I'm describing this theater to Chris and Chris as he goes. What would you say? It's funnier when you they, say they don't they don't even let me. They make me butter my own popcorn at my movie theater. <laughs> you know, like, and these people, are, I looked at, I zoomed into the picture and I saw someone looking like Alfred delivering scott his uh <laughs> exactly. his, pretzel, his pretzel sticks the popcorn comes in like a metallic bowl it's not like a throwaway <laughs> cardboard thing it's a metallic bowl all the cups are 
like hard plastic. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Funny you, funny you say that, Scott. Because I just went to my movies the other day, and they even downgraded the popcorn buckets to bags again. We're back to bags. Oh. And they gave me the butter. I kid you not. I guess the butter machines were down, and a and, and like a cheese dipping cup. Yeah, I, 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 first of all, I get a I get a large popcorn, right? Chris, I'm going to stop you here. Was it a, a two ounce souffle or a four ounce? Scott will know what I'm saying. Was it little or was it the bigger guy? Oh, it was huge. And yes. and, and, and they didn't give me they didn't give me one of them. They gave me two cups of butter. Well, they're trying to murder me in cold blood. Yes, please. 14. Thank and, you. And then I'm thinking, how how do how does one put butter on their popcorn out of a cup? So I'm like, I'm like trying to like, I got a little straw and I started doing the little thing where you put the finger on top and you drop it, you drop it, you drop it. And then I just was like a weirdo. So I started pouring it on and then an instant indigestion. After the first <laughs> bite of popcorn, instantly. Sounds about right. Here's the thing. I just prepare myself. I know that it's going to be a day of terror. I know it, but I want to, I, I want to look like I, I put on a fresh layer of lip gloss with each bite of popcorn. Like, I just, I want, that's what I want. Um, I think that deep down inside, I probably weigh 422 pounds, if I were to guess. And it's mostly just because of movie theater popcorn. Pour all of it on there. Life will be better for you. It was not better for me for that hour and, uh, or two hours of the movie that I was watching. On. I didn't pre-Pepto either. I didn't think I'd need to. I'm usually more responsible. Pre-Pepto, that's your own problem. That's your own fault. Don't blame the popcorn, buddy. That was you. My medicine grab bag was at home. It was still packed away from my last vacation. I was a a mess that day. And Emily wasn't there. When Emily's there, she doesn't let me put butter on the popcorn. So while I have you here, we're talking about our ailments. Uh, Do you take like omniprazole or anything like that? You take like any pump inhibitors? I do have to put a pin in something about the, our, our ailments because I did, uh, I did send away for something. No, I used to take Prilosec, but that was, that was years ago, which is even more embarrassing because I was like 20, 20 years like old taking 17. Prilosec. Yeah. The same medicine that like, uh, like middle-aged men use I was, I was taking, but no, I've graduated from Prilosec to just uh, deep spiraling depression. When I eat, <laughs> I just deal with the burning acid in my socket. Well, let me recommend. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I recommend. <laughs> A pump inhibitor. Let me tell you something. A pump inhibitor. I'm going to write yeah, that well, down. Well, that's like the, the scientific term, but like omniprazole is the one I take. It's fantastic. Emily, this is the this is the stuff that Emily uh, comes to me when she thinks I'd be excited about something. She comes home. Like, I found something really great for, for us. Like, oh, you know, I'm thinking like, what is it? I'm kind of excited. It's Labor Day uh, sale for this website that uh, sends you a do-it-yourself food sensitivity kit. No, stop it. And and we we dropped $200 on a a food sensitivity kit. So now I'm going to see what I'm actually sensitive to. We're going to prick our fingers. We're going to prick each other's fingers. I can't stab myself. Can't do that. Just can't do it. So we're going to prick each other's fingers. No, I don't think so. I never tried, but I don't think I could. How quickly do you get the results on that? I think like three to four weeks. I don't think it's very oh, long, but, but I, due, to, due to COVID, it could be just like everything else. Right, right. I was, I was hoping it'd be three to four minutes because then we could do that on air. <laughs> the list would be probably be too long of sensitivities. It would have to be a bonus episode. Well, <laughs> but here's the thing. You're going to need to read those results to us live on air. Oh, 100%. 100%. Thank you. Thank I'm you. really excited for it too. There was a hundred dollar one. Then there's like a $160 one that gave you like stuff that I don't even eat. So I'm not going to know if I'm sensitive to Brussels sprouts, but Hey, as often as I eat, I eat Brussels sprouts, I wasn't going to pay the extra $75 or whatever it was. for. <laughs> I'm really, but the, the sad part about all this is how excited I am to get these results back. That's the sad part about it. I'm excited. Not so that you, you know, can have a better balanced diet and eat what you, I'm just excited for content. I know, I know you, you, um, I say something like that awful, something awful that happened to me and Scott would be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But deep down, I know he's just so excited to, because no, it's just because great you know content. What Scott, is? Scott is the equivalent of the cameraman on Mari. Like he's just waiting <laughs> and he's just going to chase us backstage. He's like, what happened? Oh, you're in an ambulance. Which one? You just see him trucking behind. That's Scott. I swear most of the bad stuff that happens to me these days is orchestrated by Scott. I, not, I would like to think so. Scott, did you orchestrate the <laughs> sunrail issue that happened this evening? Uh, li- listen, I told you guys a couple episodes ago, okay, that I wake up every morning and I pray to the podcast gods that something funny <laughs> happens to you guys. So, or me or whatever, 
so that it could be shared and uh, and made fun of because it's great content. Scott's bottling up air down in Florida and sending to me, hoping that he sends COVID up to me. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's terrible. But allergies, I will. I will like, send you some. <laughs> no, he's just like air darting it to you. Yeah. The new variant. <laughs> know what it is. I don't know what it is yet. It's the, the podcast variant. No. <laughs> I, 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 my life became miserable ever since I started this podcast. All these bad things happened. I, I, I think that, uh, your life is in a better place since you started this podcast. Okay. You, you signed up for target. Uh, this is true. There's been benefits as well. I don't know what else we've made better, but, uh, you're welcome (laughs) for that. I mean, you met two new friends on the the no new friends podcast. I'll, I'll tell you what, I did do some research about something we were talking about a while ago, speaking about train delays and that guy who did, tragically lose his legs video surfaced of that accident no. nice and 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 what? and if you zoom in you can see a a, a bald white guy pushing that guy on the <laughs> i can't <laughs> i hate you so much i got so excited for you. The, you are the worst and mary the in the background <laughs> you know stomping her feet yeah <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Uh. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. No New Friends podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki PPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Do you like Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney history podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen. Hey, new, new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. If you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star rating and review. Please join our Patreon. And remember, during the month of October and November, we will be donating all of our money earned on Patreon to the Gina, Gina McReynolds Foundation. That's www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast. Now, right before, right on the break, you guys were talking about something that I tuned out for, but uh, it was about like things That's that you did right. as a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> things you did as a kid or read as a kid or watched as a kid and you know how it made you feel then versus now so i went on the diz his podcast this week we did the history of captain eo which was a super good time and joe from diz his is really into this television show turner and hooch on disney joe, Plus. joe has awful taste in tv shows and movies and i hope right. he hears this so he, here's Wait, the thing so it's, a, it's a tv show based off of based tom off hanks. of the movie yeah, yeah the tom hanks movie turner and hooch so okay. I told Joe, I, I cannot watch this television show. He's like, why? It's great. I'm like, because I have a soul. The do- spoiler alert, the dog died in the movie. Like yeah, yeah. That, nice. that scene traumatized me as a kid. And as a result, I cannot watch movies with an animal in it because I'm afraid that the animal's going to die. Like I have not watched because of Winn-Dixie or Marley and me just out of fear that the dog is going to die. So we know I, that it will, though, in all of those movies, it's not really a fear. It's what? So, yes. 
No, in all of those movies, the main premise is that the dog dies. So, well, yeah. I didn't know that in Turner and Hooch. I didn't know the dog was going to yeah, die. There's no reason for the dog to die. I, Scott, exactly. Scott, I'm in the same comedy. boat as you with dogs. I played this video game called Red Dead Redemption, and you're a you're an outlaw and you kill people and stuff. Well, I went to go murder this guy and take all his money and stuff, just like a normal outlaw would mm-hmm. in the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. Then his dog comes up and starts attacking me. I can't kill the dog. There's yeah, just, there yeah. was just no way I was killing the dog. The dog kills me in the game. Didn't know dogs could kill people. Dog kills me in the game. And I lose. Couldn't kill the dog. And you know what? <laughs> to this day, I would I wouldn't have changed a thing. Look, we all have a moral compass that we have to live by. I, I know. It's just it's just the code. Part of, part of my code. You have to have a code. The dogs yeah. are supposed to be like the mountain people, though, where they just kind of walk around in circles in the simulation. They don't actually like interact with I, you. I was I was shocked. I was shocked. This this game was not modeled after the cat skills. Sure. <laughs> so, Mary, what what movie as a kid or what scene from a movie as a kid traumatized you? And I've got some more as well. But take us take us through it. OK, I have a few and I'm just going to go through all of them and we can circle back if we'd like. And OK, uh, which ones? My dad's a super, super intelligent human uh, and wanted to pass that down to my sister and I. So at a very young age, I would say I was probably eight. Maybe he had me watch the entire Roots series. Oh, uh, I don't know if you've watched that before. I great, try, great, great movie for children. Yeah, uh, a fine family fun. Mm-hmm. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Great actor <laughs> in that movie. His name is um, James uh, O.J. Simpson. Ooh. Was O.J. in that? Ooh. Yes, I know you Lamar know, Burton was in it. I couldn't tell because I was probably having a seizure somewhere. <laughs> um, so that was one that really got to me. Uh, maybe that's why the two things that bother me the most in the world are injustice and humidity humidity and and injustice yes yeah i listen i listen and i pay attention this is what best friends are for you know what you get you get bonus points for that thank you i got in the venmo you You got it your bonus points (laughs) i give you a hard time but uh you know i care i appreciate that i would say outside of that so two opposite sides of the spectrum one like the emotional side is on my girl when she says he needs like he, he, can't he can't see, see without, without his glasses. glasses. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So here's why oh. it really gets me. Like it's always got like it got me as a kid, but now even like like Dexter wears glasses and like my kid, like I just like things like that. Like I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Like I can't. Oof. Even now, oof, I can't handle it. I oh my god, it. I forgot about that when I was yeah, when I was thinking about this topic. And like, oh my, I just my soul. Also, okay. Going back down a, a rough, rough patch. Steel Magnolias. With, as with a kid? Jimmy. You watched that as a kid? Yes. Look, my oh, my hmm. favorite movie growing up when I was like 10 or 9 was Revenge of the Nerds. I'm pretty sure my parents <laughs> were just like, you know what? It's a great movie. Watch it. It'll be fine. You really uh, like you tragedies. Where I get my, you wonder where I get my sense of humor from. Here it is. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. So, but, so I watched Steel Magnolias as a kid and like things like that. Like if, if Mary was growing up, if Mary grew up as a kid in like the, the, the 2000s, I'm sure, you know, right, right after homework was done, Game of Thrones would be on. Yeah. How do you think my kids are raised? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that I may have like over calibrated and like maybe like overcompensated a little bit and I may shelter my little ones a little too much, but I'm getting better at it. But outside of that, so like scary movie realm for the longest time, I was afraid to sleep in my bed because I thought somebody could get underneath it. And from Friday the 13th, once again, not appropriate. As a kid, a- Mary. I know in the words of Dexter, um, unappropriated. So after they get done banging in the like cabin and the, the, uh, they get up, the guy's laying in bed and they, the thing comes up through the bed through his neck. I thought about that way too much. Like I slept on the floor until I was probably 12 because I was afraid, uh, somebody was going to stab me through. That's what premarital sex does to you kills you it right is. on the spot yeah yeah wow. so when, when when i was thinking of this topic i was <laughs> i really thought that the direction we were going to go on this is uh like the horse drowning in the you know the swamp in never-ending story uh, like oh, that, yeah, that is a, that was rough too yeah that was right yeah well yeah that's nothing to you compared to you know friday the 13th like instead of saturday morning cartoons mary's watching like freddie versus jason uh, that wasn't out yet, uh, but I like to think that I was that young. No, I think that my parents just introduced me into like, you know, adult type of uh, cinematic features at a 
a younger age, which is fine. Uh, I handled it fine. Look at me thriving, kind of surviving. Um, <laughs> but I do have a, I have great taste in movies now, but there are those select handfuls that really just like, I cannot. But on the opposite side, scenes that get me to where I'm like, oh, because I'm so choked up. My favorite movie of all time, everyone listening, here is your, uh, this is embarrassing for me to even say, my guilty pleasure and favorite movie is You've Got Mail. And at the end, when Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan meet in Central Park. I was hoping it'd be you. Oh, God, stop. I will cry. I will. I'll do it. (laughs) How about this? Grief is just love persists. Nope, nope. Stop, Stop, sir. You stop. That too. Also that. I'm an emotional human. I can't help it. Uh, You think that I would have, I would be completely uh, not, I would have no sensitivity because of what I've experienced, but it's fine. Chris, what movies are nightmares made of for you? And, you know, uh, just growing up and and you're a lot younger than me, you're a little bit younger than Mary. What what kind of- A lot younger. Like, again, for me, uh, back to- never ending story that mean like black cat dog looking thing that was in the cave that thing traumatized me or or the tunnel scene in willy wonka and the chocolate factory you know is it raining is it snowing is a hurricane blowing i have weird weird traumas to movies I I can guarantee you that what I tell you, no one has ever worried about in their life. So the anxiety that I deal with today stemmed from somewhere. And it uh, I, looking back, I didn't know what it was back then. Now I totally know what it was back then. So there's four movies that stick out to me. Five if you include Super Bowl 39. But taking that one <laughs> off the list. <laughs> taking that one off the list number coming into number one artificial intelligence why was i afraid of artificial intelligence because that the movie I, with uh Haley joel osmond it is a movie with a robot kid okay and the robot kid is a robot kid and he outlives his mom and then what needs to bring his mom back to life i had this weird fear when i was younger and it might have been because we were in that like era where cloning was a thing and, and yes like, it was sh- Haley joel osmond by the there, way there we go so cloning was a thing back then so all these weird thoughts would go in my mind i watching this movie i thought i was going to turn into a robot and outlive my mom so that one had me shaking on the floor that uh that was an actual reaction in the movie coming in at number two a movie called raise your voice with hillary duff pretty sure hillary duff was nominated for an oscar for that movie got a 15 percent on rotten tomatoes so i'm pretty sure that was the one that movie in the first five minutes the wait i'm gonna stop you right there sir did you not have the same rotten tomatoes imdb rule then as you do now in your household like you would never let emily watch such okay so i was young and uh my mom brought this home from blockbuster so it was nothing that i could so in the first five minutes a brother gets killed in a car accident and since i'm a brother i started dry heaving so that was another one that traumatized me that is your fate coming in at number three the cartoon Disney movie Atlantis. In that movie, there's this switch that turns off gravity and people float away. I still, my palms sweat when I go into buildings that you look up and it's really high because now my fear of heights goes both ways because of that movie. Chris was traumatized by American Beauty with the bag floating around. Uh, you know, it could <laughs> decapitate a bird or something. Oh yeah, when balloons start to fly away from people. Oh, terrible. Coming in at number four. And this particular scene traumatized me so much and people forget that this scene exists because when I was talking to it with the Diz His guys, they didn't even know this scene that existed. E.T. dying in a river. Yes. Traumatized the hell out of me. Yes. Because, because I, don't, I, I don't know why. Did I think that oxygen was going to become poisonous for me and I was going to start to die in a river? I have no idea. But I specifically remember him pale, keeled over. Because that movie was one of my favorite movies growing up. It's yeah. funny because it, as much as it scared me is, is as much as I enjoyed it. And that's a scary movie as a kid. It's a terrifying movie. A lot of things that you'll enjoy in life will scare you, but you may like them. I don't know. I mean, that's why I kind of liked it because it scared me, but I enjoyed the hell out of it as well. But watching E.T. die in that river, traumatized. To this day, when that scene comes on, they come in in the the big, like, hazmat suits and they scoop them up. Oh, my gosh. Scared the hell out of me. Yeah, E.T. was definitely number one on my list for movies that traumatized me. And E.T. is one of my favorite movies uh, Yeah, this day. Maybe it's because I love being in pain. <laughs> what else you got? That's all for me. I, that, was, that was definitely the top four traumatizing movies. I was never scared of like horror movies or anything because I, I just I, I didn't really believe in that stuff. 
Right. Yeah. I, I mean, and I didn't start watching horror movies until uh, much later in life. You know, Mary, Mary came out of the. I mean, you the, weren't the in 3K watching, watching, you know, <laughs> Pet Cemetery or something on like Elm that. Street. Right. No, 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 no. Turner and Hooch messed me up pretty good. You know, like I said, uh, never ending story. Willy Wonka in that one scene. I'm trying to think of other uh, my girl. I completely forgot mm. about my girl. And, and I'm just I'm a big sap. You know, I can't see Titanic without the opening credits starting and I'm a blubber. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think Titanic is the most overrated movie of all time. Oh, you're right. You're especially no, now. Especially oh, I, now. I just, I mean, man, there's a lot. So there's one as an adult, like I haven't even watched this whole movie because I can't make it past the first like 15 minutes. Uh, P.S. I love you. I oh have, my God. Yes. I can't make it. I've yeah. never made it past the first like 15 minutes of the movie. I can't. Is that the saddest movie you've ever seen? What's the saddest movie you've ever seen? I can't even name one. I've never cried during a movie. Oh, I would have to say P.S. I love you or ghost. The very first time I saw ghost and I was younger, I was in probably elementary school, maybe a little bit older. I remember we rented it from Blockbuster. I, my mom and my sister and my cousin, we were watching it all together. And they got their box of tissues out. And I'm like, you guys are idiots like this, you know, bleh, 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 making fun of them. By the end of this, I am just a mess. It's sad, man. Oh, and it's I really sad. Oh, my girl is on the list of saddest movies ever made. Oh, oh for I'm sure. You right now, like, and it's not. A, I just kid oof. deaths are the worst. Oof, man. Old yeller. No. I mean, like the fact that we had to watch, like that was a Disney movie. I had to watch that as a kid with the, I'm having to shoot oh, the dog. Yeah, I don't no know. Thanks. Look, Ugh. I think too, like, let's just revisit things that maybe it wasn't sad, but like, man, like introspective, like the movie soul that came out from Disney, like that, that made, made you think like, that made me think, but that I cried a lot, man. That was like a thing for me. Whew, that was a mover. I, very traumatic for me. And and Chris, you could probably relate to this, okay? Uh, since we're we're kind of hoarders and all that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The ending of Toy Story three. Oh, you know what? That was the closest I've ever gotten to crying during a movie. I'm not gonna lie. That was because I felt that, Scott. I felt that. I I'm a, I'm gonna cry right now. When I was unpacking my storage unit, I found my stuffed animals from like as a kid. I'm like, okay, I gotta get rid of these. I didn't get rid of them. I can't oh, get no, rid of you them. Can't. I, I like I don't I don't I've never met a toy or stuffed animal that I got rid of. Like I love them all and they will be with me for uh, forever. And the fact that Andy had to donate the, ooh, like that was uh, and, I, and it was even harder for me because Andy was like my like growing up like that was my age. Like so when he was going off to you know school like that was like that was me. Oh. So I was like I was like I could never. I could never. And that's why I never have. That's why I have um <laughs> That's why I just bought a storage unit the other day. I'm following in your footsteps, Scott. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and that's a that's a little bit of a teaser going into segment three because Chris let me in on something uh, right before we started recording yeah. that I cannot wait for him to share with us. I, we're going to, Mary, you and I are going to have to be here for him for some therapy. Chris got rid of some things today. And we're going to talk about that when we return. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. you do here merchandising 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 that's right the no new friends podcast now has merchandising please visit the merchandise link in our link tree that's link l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash no new friends podcast or you can go directly to t that's t-e-e public.com slash user slash n-n-f get your no new friends merchandise today Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host, Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course, guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends podcast. Hey 
Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. As always, check out our merchandise. We've got a lot of really cool, fun stuff. I just got my mask in the mail today. Got cell phone cases, coffee mugs, you name it, we've got it, except there's no hats. Uh, the, the link is right there in that link tree link in the episode description. Now, right before break, kind of teased that Chris went through uh, probably some trauma today. Speaking yeah. of traumas, you said you were downsizing and, and getting rid of stuff. So what's going on? What t- Talk right. to me. We're here for you. So what's going on is one week ago from today marked three years of Emily and I living in this apartment. This apartment is very, very small apartment. You accumulate things over time. And I've just so happened to accumulate things over the 26 years of my life. That's my problem is I accumulate and I never, right. and I never get rid of. Some would call it accumulate or collect. We call it hoard. It's a, it's a loose, it's a very <laughs> loose term. Fine. Yeah. Hoarding is a, a loose. collector of, what'd you say? Obscure? Of, uh, of, of unique obscurities. Yes. Yes. That's it. I, I, I just, I, it, it's gotten to the point where it's like, you look at my, my, my apartment looks like a mosaic. It looks it, like you just look at it and there's just stuff everywhere and I'm buying new things. And then the last six months I started this eBay business. So the eBay business has infiltrated the house. So now it's not only my unique obscurities, it's other people's unique obscurities as well. <laughs> so there's only so many clown lamps and Coca-Cola figurines. First of all, clown lamps are not a, Wow. No, Why? that one got that one. I got rid of real quick. I did put that in my sister's room until she noticed, which didn't take very long. So I'm mm-hmm. so Scott. It, it's it's time to downsize. Okay. It is time to do some some long overdue um, cleaning. Today I turned a new page and I feel like a new man. And you know what, Scott? I'm not gonna lie. As hard as I thought that was this was gonna be, is it feels good. It feels good. Good. Today, the, here's the biggest thing I did today. So, because if I if I panned my camera around, you look at this room like, wow, this guy is a minimalist. This guy, you know, <laughs> lives lives by his own means. Look at you. And but then if I turn the camera to my living room, you'd see all the stuff that I took out of this room and just put into that room. So it's oh, it's getting so you're closer just to the things door. From one room to another, I got it's it. getting closer to the door, and that door will then transfer to the other door, which is the door to my new storage unit. Listen, we're transferring. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You just said the door to your new storage unit. Is your Correct. storage unit in your house? It is not. I purchased a storage unit because we have an office for the transportation company that I was storing my my things and that I'm selling on eBay. Not oh my God, own, you're hoarding at an office too. Not my own personal things, but I've outgrown the office there. So I had to purchase a storage unit. So now, now I have three separate locations of unique obscurities. Chris, this these were the two-hour episodes on hoarders. <laughs> when they've hoarded their office and a storage unit. And then they own a motel too, and every single room at the motel is hoarded. No. Uh, my dad, my my mom and dad come back from the office. We just had a big inspection last week, so they had to, you know, put all the paperwork away. Because Chris, is everything you have uh, at the office listed on eBay? I was like, yeah, why? He goes, I couldn't pull out the chair to the, to the desk. <laughs> oh I was like, all right, I'm gonna start looking at the storage units then. So I got the storage unit, very homey there. I feel I feel at home. Cause I'm just, I'm just amongst everybody else's collections. And uh, so now I'm just going through my house and I'm trying to sell things, trying to get some extra money. You know, the wedding's coming up. I could use all the cash that I, you know, can, you know, have on hand. So also whoever's listening to this, if you live in the uh, tri-state area and want an illegal tortoise, please contact me. You can email us at no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. <laughs> no. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. That, that, that can be sent whoa. to your personal. <laughs> so uh, yes, I am trying to get rid of this tortoise because he um he kept growing. I bought him when he was small and he kept growing and growing and growing. And then I read his little pamphlet a couple of years after I got him and realized that they live for 50 years, if not more. Yeah. Haven't you ever seen Finding Nemo? They live to be like 200. So, see, so that's racist, actually, Scott. I have a tortoise. You're talking about a turtle. <laughs> right. I don't really know. It's very offensive. You know, no one's ever addressed it as a tortoise. They always say turtle. Very offensive. But anyway, Donatello is for sale. But I'm not selling him. I am gifting him because there's a loophole in the t- in the, in the law where if you don't sell, it's le- it's fine. 
You just can't sell, but you can transfer. You can transfer the goods of illegal reptiles. Yeah, no, you just get, you give the tortoise for free, but you sell the cage and everything that comes in it for you know whatever you want to charge. Exactly. See, we're on the same page here, but it's uh, it's getting to the point where I'm willing to pay somebody to buy him <laughs> to, to take, <laughs> take him for me, and it's hard because, like we were talking about last segment. We can't even give away toys and stuffed animals. You know how hard it is to give away a reptile that's been in my care for six years? Right. And oh, I hate this screwed. thing. I don't even like this thing. But knowing that he'll be out of my care just pains me. So it's going to be tough. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put him off of my neighbor. I started this little marketing ploy of getting rid of him because we went away to the Outer Banks a couple of weeks ago. And I asked my neighbor to watch the tortoise. He's a 10-year-old boy. And he came in, you know, fed him lettuce and... Uh, and then, so I talked to his mom. I said, "Hey, uh, does does he want a does he want a tortoise?" And she goes, "Yeah, please don't say anything to him." So she goes, "I'm gonna have to take care oh, of it." So, yeah, so, yeah. so I sent this big paragraph. He's very easy to take care of. You don't even have to feed him every day. He doesn't need to clean, but every couple of months. Da, 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 da. So listen, the the, uh, the gears are turning, and um, my I, my neighbor will then be in possession of an illegal reptile and not me. So by the airing of this podcast, please go to my neighbor uh, down the street, please. I did the, the reptile is not at my house. All in all, Scott, it's free. And I, and I highly recommend you getting rid of getting rid of some of your things, but not for free. You have to sell it. The, the coolest thing about COVID COVID was the coolest thing about COVID. Yes. The coolest thing. There aren't many cool things about COVID, but there are some bright spots that came out of COVID. No, I think there's a few good things. There is this podcast. Well, this podcast. Well, that too, but everybody's like, oh, COVID-15. I'm like, oh, finally, I can just like be okay <laughs> with all of these snacks I've eaten every day since, I don't know, I was 12. But now here I am. Yeah. See, and everyone panicked, but at the same time, everyone started to relax. COVID, COVID was so good for antisocial people. And I'm not antisocial, but I don't want to be social all the time. Correct. Yes. Let me recharge these young batteries. Exactly. Facebook you. Marketplace uh, is much like Craigslist was back in the day, where you have to go somewhere, meet up with a person, talk to them, and yep. then make a transaction. Now, like today, when I was getting rid, I got rid of a golf bag and I put it on Facebook Marketplace. Facebook checks off you would you would not like to be in contact with this person to be safe. You check that off. I type in. Porch pickup only. Throw them, throw the money under the map or mat or Venmo me. I don't even see the person. They come up, yeah. grab their stuff, give you the money, and they get out of I here. Love that, and I love amazing that with like food delivery. I'm like yes. on the doorstep. I'm afraid of COVID. I'm not. I just don't want to talk to you. I'm more afraid of human interaction. Hundred percent. So I used to DoorDash before COVID, and people are like, "Wow, you're so lazy. You're not going to the place." Then COVID happened. Now everyone's DoorDash, and DoorDash is the new thing now. Now I can DoorDash all the time. I DoorDash a place that's 30 seconds away from me. Hell and yeah. now nobody even looks at me weird because that's Fine. The new, it's the new normal. You are being safe, sir. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> I, it, it, it grows the economy. It hurts nobody. It does. Helps everybody. I love that. Well, here's the thing, though. Have you ever accidentally opened the door to go do something else, but they were there? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. I, I, as soon as I, as soon as they pick up my food, I lock myself in the bathroom and I don't come out until no, they're so, gone. Okay. Um, so I'm the next level of lazy and I also Instacart my groceries a lot. Oh, oh we do that too. That That's not um, lazy. That's but sometimes, just, well, it gives you, it gives smart. you a time frame. And if I'm not paying a lot of attention, they'll, I mean, I literally, I'm close enough to a Publix where I can connect to their Wi-Fi if I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very close. And it, it, sometimes I don't like, they'll say, all right, they're on their way. But usually that can be a while. For me, it is not typically. And there's been a time or two or maybe five where I've like gone to go out to my car for something or, and I open the door and they're there. And You're I like, don't, who? 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 Like, I don't, <laughs> what am I, an owl? Like, oh, oh, like I don't, what? What just Almost happened? that look like when the guy went out on the court and then all of a sudden was face to face with Ron Artest. Just, yes. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Correct. There was malice at my palace. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, correct. I did. And, you know, so that's my life. Continue on, gentlemen. So, so we, we play, we're playing COVID and we're catering it to to us. So like, I'm still wearing a mask and I'll probably wear a mask for the next 20 years. Cause I just hate germs. So like, 
and, and the mask is now for show for me. I'm vaccinated. Get your vaccines, guys. I uh, the DoorDash is now the DoorDash is now overblown. I, I'm milking it. It reminds me of um, you know us pretending to uh, to not want be you know to be afraid of of catching something and using these convenient services to our the best of our ability. It reminds me of something that I saw at the thrift shop the other day. There was this guy walking around with a mask on, being very safe and you know protecting other people, protecting himself. Not all heroes wear capes. Exactly. He goes over to the office section and for some reason, somebody donated a recorder. That's a whole nother story. What psychopath is going to donate a recorder? You know, like a flute recorder. Yeah, 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 I know exactly. So yeah, so it's like, what? what, I'm so, and I'm so glad that I learned how to play a hot cross bun (laughs) in elementary school. I'm definitely using that today. Well, Scott, actually the guy that had the mask on uh, could play hot cross buns because he pulled down his mask and started playing on the recorder. (laughs) And then- and, and, oh, and he pulls no. down. He pulls down his mask, plays the recorder, puts it back, pulls up his mask, and walks away. Nope, nope, I cannot. Nope, nope. That's that's nope. that's that's uh that's nope. me when I when I tell people that I can't hang out because of COVID. That's that's the same. I pull. <laughs> I, I I I take the mask off after I fit, done FaceTiming them, and I just go to go to sleep. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was. It was <laughs> so many thoughts ran through my mind because first of all, traumatized because now now there's uh. That was a flute recorder thing that somebody just used. And what am I, do I tell somebody, do I call the police? What do I, what do I do about this? Somebody just put this on their mouth. <laughs> Should I call the police? And then. Because then I wanna... Chris, anybody who decides to buy that, that's what we call Darwinism. Right? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't whittle themselves out. I want to track down the guy who donated this and arrest them as well. Why are you donating a recorder? Do you think somebody's that underprivileged? Real rude. I mean, there's been a time or two where my children have been gifted like kazoos and I get so pissed off, but I will say to kind of circle back to your wedding story from before there was, I I don't know, a couple of weeks ago that Dexter had a kazoo when he went next to Zoe's room and starts playing. He, he <laughs> Zoe with a kazoo outside of her room and there was nothing she could do about it other than open the door and like try to like kill him and it was the funniest thing that I think I've ever encountered in my days but also yeah if you're selling a recorder who's gonna buy one you can buy them at the dollar store why would you do that was right? it like high quality was it like composite? Was it wood? What was it made out of? It was public school issued with the still with the strings on the end no, to see like how many levels there. Like how many? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, with Bobby's uh, name on it. Real quick before we end the show, Mary's got some stories from the Sunrail. All rise as the Queen of the Sunrail, Mary, brings us stories from the Sunrail. Okay, uh, saddle up. I have a couple of just little short uh, ditties that I'd like to uh, send your way. So one, uh, we talk about how I don't like to sit next to people or interact on the train a lot. Well, this time it bit me in the ass, guys. It was not good. <laughs> what um, was his so name? I've made him- Aww. Aww. Uh-huh. That's uh, a good one. So that was the crickets. Insert them here. I liked uh, it. So I, oh, I'm sure you did. So <laughs> the... I've made some friends like in my inner workings of where I work now and like every now and then we'll all meet for lunch and you know, whatever. So I was on the sun rail, minding my own business, listening to my podcast, probably about the science of an orgasm, which is why I could not watch the Spider-Man trailer. So Mm. I'm really sorry, but I finally did get around to that. Um, So we met up with our little downtown friends for lunch the other day. And one of my acquaintances said, hey, do you ride the sun rail? And obviously, I was like, well, I'm the queen of the sun rail. What right? How do they? Yeah, we need to get you a little tiara to wear. I think so, because people need to know. And she's like, I was sitting like diagonal from you, and I knew it was you, but I was afraid to say hello because I wasn't certain. And you just kind of looked like you didn't want to be approached. And I was like, <laughs> it's working, guys. It is working. I am sending out the flares of repellent without even knowing it now. So now I feel like a jerk, though, because I do know her and I did apparently have like really big like RBF on this one. And I'm real sorry about that. I have a question, um, Mary, about that, about ahead, that sorry. interaction. What's yeah. worse? Because I, I often think about this a lot. What's worse when you see someone in public that you're not sure if you know them or not saying hi to a stranger or not saying hi to the person? Because for me, it's saying hi to the stranger. 
No, I think it's not saying hi back. I would feel worse if somebody said hi to me, even if I didn't know them and not saying hi back. I, if I if I think I know somebody, I immediately leave the store and I just wait until they leave the store. And <laughs> yes, then I, go back I go and hide. <laughs> yes. Unless it's someone that I like, I really know and really want to say hi, hi to. But if it's just someone that I like, know, I will go out of my way to avoid the situation because I'm like, uh, you know, what am I going to say past high? And what if they don't remember uh, yeah. me? And then I got to be like, because I look a lot different now than I did in high school. As sure, like a lot of people do, but I had a full head of gorgeous hair in high school. I had no beard. I had a six pack. I wasn't fat. You know, I look a lot different now. So I'm like, oh, yes. And then the, with the masks, it's like, oh, it's even worse. First. Yeah, <laughs> it's even worse. If, if I come across somebody like I, I came across somebody the other day that, and I was in the back of the store, no exit. Uh, and, and they were about to corner me, my go-to, I immediately called in a bomb threat. I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> you know, there's no other option. You pull the fire alarm and you got to run. That's save, it. Save, save me five awkward minutes. Fine. Two, two to three years in prison. Who cares? Yeah. Um, okay. So I have one more from today and I'm not proud of this. All right. So, <laughs> look, we were very, very delayed. Obviously I was a little late to start recording, but we all know I have my train bag. It's got all my stuff in it. A lot of weird things are in there. I don't know sometimes even what's in there. But uh, part of the reason which I sent you guys a screenshot earlier today of why the train was delayed was there was police activity close to one of the stops that's right by my house. Uh, that pushed everything back even this evening. So that happened in mid afternoon. I took the 523 train and I didn't get home until well after seven. So we started to slow down going through the station or the platform where all of the, you know, stuff happened. But I was not in a great like position to see, like not the best ideal bird's eye view. I was facing the wrong way. So I went to go look. But um, have you ever wore a backpack that was probably just like a little too heavy and maybe like <laughs> for you? And you bend over to go look, um, and it takes you down. down. Guys, it took me down. It's like the hockey move when you like pull pull the shirt. (laughs) But not only did it take me down though, like I had to recover and like pretend like it didn't happen, (laughs) but stuff spilled. And I'm wearing a um not not the longest of dresses today. Here's the here's the good news, though. It has pockets, so I could take over the world, but I could also (laughs) flash the world with this dress it was a rough situation um and i really like just i i would just like forget it didn't happen i don't know but i'm going to talk about it now because it's it's unreal (laughs) and here i am um but i didn't get hit by the sunreal in my car so honestly in the situation i'm still winning (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's your stories from the (laughs) sunreal awesome all right well that's going to do it for us for tonight as always, please connect with us. Just click on that link tree link in the episode description. Join our Patreon, check out our merch, or check out all of our social media. It's all right there. On behalf of Mary and Chris, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye.